So that might have been the worst game that the Blue Jackets played all season. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you the good, the bad, the ugly, mostly that last bit, uh, about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit subscribe over there, then please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. You get notified when new episodes go live. Everybody wins. So the Blue Jackets are, well, they're aggressively Blue Jacketing at the minute. Um, I tweeted about this last night. Um, so they, they, they lose 3-1 to the New York Rangers, um, which is a much more generous scoreline than it should have been, frankly. Um, and I tweeted about this last night and I said something along the lines of, I know the scoreline doesn't reflect it, but this might be the worst game of the year. And I know that they've had, you know, 9-4 losses and 8-2 and 7 nothing and everything's been bad, basically. Um, but this, for me, was, bar none, the worst effort I have seen from them. Like, even when you look at, you know, the 9-4 the loss, for example, at least most of them looked like they were trying in this game. Nah. Like, like Elvis had a good game. Elvis had a really good game, actually. Um, which again is kind of been the story of the season. Of hey, the goaltender's doing really well, so shall we all just not try? Um, or conversely, oh, the goaltender's having a pretty bad game. I guess we should all try. Like that's that's been the the two sides of the Blue Jackets coin this season is either the skaters are doing well or the goalie is doing well. And it's very, very rare that both of them are doing well at the same time. But last night it was very much the goalie was doing well and everyone else existed. Um, And I tweeted that at about the halfway point of the second period where the Blue Jackets had five shots on goal total. Not five shots in the second period. Five shots total. They had four shots in the first period. What are we doing here? Like, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. It was it was awful. It was it was abysmal. Like, I, I ran out of, of bad words to use about it that I could use on this show. Like, it was just an embarrassing effort from literally everyone. Um, no one was good in that game. Like, apart from Elvis and... Um, Okay, no, that's that's unfair to say that no one was good in that game because they did manage to kind of muster some kind of effort in the third period. If they played the third period, like if they played the rest of the game like they played the third period, they probably would have, if not won the game, then at least had a better showing than this anemic 3-1 loss off of a lucky Andrew Peake goal, which, by the way, if I, you had to pick one Blue Jacket to score, I would not have picked Andrew Peake. But, hey, credit to him. It was a nice goal. It was a nice play from Gus Nyquist, who was one of the few players that I thought was trying for the entire game. Um, it was mostly just him and Adam Boquist, really. Like, those were, those were the, the only two guys that I thought made an effort every period. Um, 
as opposed to the, everyone else who just kind of turned up in the third period and tried their best. But, man, just... Just, a, like, just bad. Just bad. I don't have any kind of... <laughs> I keep saying that in the hopes that, like, more nuanced analysis will come out, but no. Like, they just... They couldn't get out of their own zone. It started badly. It started with the Johnson line getting stuck in their own end for, like, 90 seconds, which I assume is why they got basically no ice time for the rest of the game. Um, I haven't looked at the, the numbers because I looked at the numbers after the second period and was like, oh, cool. Some people have one. Some people have been on the ice for one shot attempt total. So that seems bad. Um, the Johnson line got, yeah, basically, basically nothing. Um, who, I mean, are we surprised really at this point? Um Tim Bernie is... Oh, no, I lie. Uh, Eric Robinson and Tim Bernie are the only players that had uh, positive shot attempt differentials. Uh, Eric Robinson came out of that with a 76% somehow. Um, but my, my, my point here is the Johnson line got stuck in their own end to start the game, and then that kind of set the tone for the rest of the game, which was, as previously mentioned, bad. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a minute but first i've got to tell you all about bet online because uh, it's your number one source for sports betting information stats news and analysis you can get odds trends uh lines everything for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college sports to basketball to hockey to baseball's coming back soon i think uh to i don't know golf lacrosse uh nascar mma they've got it all at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts which you're listening to lots on blue jackets i'm going to go ahead and assume that you love sports podcasts you can find those at betonline as well they are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information so head to the website today or use your laptop or mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So let's talk special teams. Um, because shockingly, special teams were not completely abysmal. Um, actually, no, that's a lie. The power play continues to be bad. Um, although they did change it up. That's what I wanted to talk about a little bit. Is uh, the power play, they, they changed things up. They did something different. They put... Uh, Kirill Marchenko on that top power play unit. Did it work? No, but hey, they were trying something different and they took Jack Rosovic off, which again, like, I'm I'm not not mad about, even a little bit. Um, just did, did, didn't work, but I'm glad they're trying something new. Uh, the penalty kill was solid. Um, the Rangers scored one power play goal on five attempts. Um, the Blue Jacks are still taking too many penalties, but that's... That's neither here nor there at this point. That's just something that I have accepted. Um, and when you look at, like, who's getting power play time as well, like, Artemi Panarin had um, 5.43 of power play time and didn't register a shot. Like, that's that's some decent penalty killing. Um, I assume that is probably due to getting Eric Robinson back, who is a, uh, a pretty good penalty killer in his own right. Uh, he had 319 of penalty kill time last night so good job him um in fairness to the the actual like 
penalty kill unit. I believe a bunch of the actual penalty kill time was, in fact, um, it was four on four. They had they had a handful of four on four. But um, God, I just scroll past the shots on goal again. And like in the third period, they outshot them thirty to seven. I don't know why they couldn't do that all game. But that's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, I will say that they they did one thing. They did one whole thing well, um, and that was face-offs. Um, they had a 51% success rate on face-offs. Um, Ken Johnson hit 50%, which I assume that's because um, he took like three face-offs because uh, he only had 10 minutes of ice time. But that's beside the point. 50%, I'm calling that a win. Again, hysterically, Patrick Liner had a 50% success rate. Gus Nyquist had a 100% success rate, which I assume means that he took one face off and won it. But mostly I want to talk about the special teams. Um, the Like I said, the penalty kill continues to succeed. And hey, look at that. Erica Branson only killed penalties for 22 seconds. Um, the majority of the penalty kill time was Peek and Gabrikov, which they've had their struggles, but I... For better or worse, they are pretty cromulent penalty killers. Um, putting Boquist back on the power play has been good. Getting Nick Blankenberg back for the power play has also been good. Um, so it's... There are some things to like about this game, I think. Like, I came into this fully expecting to yell and, and shout and be like, this is this is obnoxious, this is atrocious, why does everything keep happening like this? Um, but penalty kill was good. Um, the third period was fine. Just everything else. Elvis was good. Elvis had a 909, which is for Elvis amazing this season. Um, sorry to Elvis, but it's uh it's not all bad. I think just I wish they could play a full 60 minutes because that seems to be the problem at the minute, is that we get one or two good periods and then the other one or two periods they just fall the frick apart. Um and that's frustrating to watch because I know that they can do it because you watch them do it for one period and then you're like, well, why don't you do this for the next two? And they're like, oh, I don't know. We just didn't feel like it. That's, I mean, they don't say that, but it's, that's the feeling that you get sometimes, I think. Um, but the good news is the game is over. And I believe that's our last game against the Rangers this season. Um, I will have to double check that, but I am pretty sure that they don't have to play each other anymore. I might be wrong about that. But, so that's the good news. The good, well, the good news is that the game is over. Um, the bad news is that they play again tonight, um, and they're playing the Predators, who are, if not good, then better than the Blue Jackets. I know that that's a low bar to clear, but we're going to talk about that game in just a minute. First, I've got to tell you all about Athletic Greens. Uh, because they've got this product, AG1, and I've been taking it for about a year now, maybe a little bit longer. Um, I wanted better gut health. I wanted something that was easy, something that was fast, and that's what AG1 is. So what is it? It is 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, and they help you start your day right. It supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, like all of the things that you need. And it's cheap. It's less than $3 a day. You can get do that instead of getting a coffee. You're investing in yourself instead of in caffeine, which I know I also love my stupid little coffee treats, but Athletic Greens is worth it, I promise. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system. 
convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let's talk about the Nashville Predators um, because the Blue Jackets won the first time that they played, uh, which again was not a given. That was, I believe they came back from like, it was like 4-1 or something, or 3-1 from the Preds. And they ended up winning that 3-5 um, the, the second game. Uh, it, it was supposed to be earlier. It got rescheduled because the uh, Preds arena was underwater. But now here they are, 6-3-1 um, in their last 10. They are 20-17-6 and six on the season. Not doing as well as I think many people thought that they would. I think a lot of that is probably because goaltending. UC Saras has a 9.21 save percentage. He's 16.12 and 5. Their backup has a 9.18. He's 4.4 and 1. That's Kevin Lankinen. I would assume that we will see Saros tonight because, well, we might see Lankinen, but I don't know that that will help. I would assume that, they will, that they'll see Saros because they're trying to push to make the playoffs and, uh, UC Saros played like 65 games last season, so I would assume he's going to play about the same this season. He had, I believe he had the most workload of any goalie last year, which seems fine and normal and sustainable. Um, but Bidegas won the first game. There's no reason they can't win this game except for their you know, recent streak of play and the fact that no one can score a goal. Um, it is good news that Elvis has started to trend upwards. I think, you know, the past handful of games he's looked a lot better has he had the wins to to back that up no but i think he's looked a lot better like the eye test is supporting him hopefully that's the start of a a more significant trend upwards for elvis um corpus is away from the team uh for personal matters at the minute i think um so i doubt that he'll be playing um so i believe tarasov is the backup at the minute we might see tarasov against uh nashville who is to say that that's my guess my guess is um my guess is that we'll see tarasov but i also wouldn't be surprised if they went elvis for back to back although elvis did face a fair amount of shots last night so we'll see um in terms of players to watch for the predators um they've got yuso parsonen who is not a guy i am super familiar with but He's got three goals and three assists in his last five games. Uh, Roman Yossi, always dangerous. He's got three goals in his last th- five games. And uh, they they have a couple of ex-Blue Jackets. Obviously, Matt Duchesne, uh, Ryan Johansson. Uh, both of those guys are having pretty good seasons. Um, Ryan Johansson especially loves to score against the Blue Jackets. So I'd be looking for him to have a big game tonight, as much as it uh, pains me to say so. Ex-Blue Jackets just love to score on regular blue jackets um and so i've been thinking about predictions for this game um and i keep going back and forth on okay preds win no blue jackets win no preds win no blue jackets win and i think honestly after last night blue jackets i think if they come out like they did in the third period and play the entire game like that, then I think the Blue Jackets take it. If they come out like they did 
at the start of the game and just kind of mess around for the first two periods and have like 11 total shots over 40 minutes, then obviously they're not going to win that game. Again, I think goaltending dependent, but I think Tarasov has been very good so far this season. So if they start Tarasov, um, then I feel fine about that. Um, Again, Elvis has played pretty well. So for the first time in a little while, goaltending is not my biggest worry about this team, which is it's kind of nice to to think about. Um, Predictions, predictions, predictions. I'm going to go with a 4-3 Blue Jackets win in overtime. And I think... I'm going to go with the hot hand. I'm going to go with Patrick Laine. Uh He scored a hat-trick a couple of games ago. He didn't score last night, but he looked dangerous. And uh, yeah, Jaroslav Lack had a good game last night, by the way. Um, I think it, it's unfair to say that the Blue Jackets didn't really try because they did make some, they did have some good plays. Halak made some good saves. Uh, he was, he was, he was, I mean, he was good enough to win, you know? So um my, yeah, that's that's my guess. My guess is Patrick Lyonet to open the scoring um, and maybe get another one. I think a goal scorer scoring bunches. I think we're probably due for a couple of games at Paddy um, having one or two goals every other game, which is needed for both him and also the team in general. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to continue my my resolution of having faith in my team, which again will probably come back to disappoint me. But Blue Jackets win. 4-3 in overtime, or maybe a shootout guard. Now that I've said that, it is going to go to a shootout, isn't it? Oof. Um, but that's all I've got. That's kind of all I've got for you today. Um, tomorrow we'll break down the game. Uh, hopefully it'll be much more fun to break down than the Rangers game was. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail.com calm and uh enjoy the game hopefully it is more fun like i said than the last game uh i will be here with you again tomorrow to break it down so uh thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day Locked on blue jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms we're also over on youtube please hit the subscribe button over there it helps me out massively it helps you out and uh we love a win-win situation here at Locked On Blue Jackets, and if we could get win-win-win with the Blue Jackets win tonight, that would be just fantastic, in my opinion. So uh, that is what I will leave you with. Enjoy your day, enjoy the game, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>